This is Larry Fessenden. And this is Glenn McQuaid. And you're listening to Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. Greetings, audiophiles. I'm glad you've decided to join us on this little journey. I hope you'll take a deep breath now. A deep breath. And just relax and listen with me. Because wherever you think you are, maybe you're settled in your favorite chair. Maybe you're somewhere high up taking in the view. Or maybe you're splurging on a nip and tuck. Or maybe you've decided this isn't happening at all. It's just inside your head. Or perhaps you're sitting in a darkened theater wondering what exactly you've gotten yourself into. Well, look again, listener, for you are no longer where you thought you were. You have crossed over. You are now beyond the pale. Welcome, audiophiles, to the start of season two of Tales from Beyond the Pale. As is our wont here at Tales, we've decided to make life just a little bit more agonizing for ourselves this time round. So rather than cower in the bowels of the Tales HQ, we thought we'd come out of the dark and into the light, pull back the curtain and share a few tricks of the trade. So come join our band of audio artisans, all back from season one, and let us build a world of make-believe to tickle your fancy and curdle your blood with a new crop of live tales. But remember, if it's too painful to see the illusion shattered, you can always close your eyes and listen. Now then, what better way to get the ball rolling than to jump right back in with a tale from our sick and depraved fiend, I mean friend, Joe Maggio. Joe has already offered us a twisted little ditty, Man on the Ledge, in last season's collection. And, of course, there was Bitter Feast, Joe's film foray into culinary horror. But this is something different. Here we have a period drama, a cautionary tale, a fable for our times. Picture, if you will, a dew-dripping, smoke-wrapped mountainside... In a corner of the earth, a long time ago, far, far beyond the pale. Enter with me into Joe Maggio's Ram King. After play comes religion. That's what the Ram King said. Or at least that's what Mother said the Ram King said. The the problem is he said so much and most of it doesn't make a lick of sense. He also said, love thy enemies. Really now, love my enemies? How on earth? I, I would not be long for this world were I to embrace my enemies, for they outnumber the stars in the sky. Or this one. He who would be first must first be last. Nonsense. I I mean, the skull aches to even think about it. But think about it, I do. Day and night. Night and day. I'll crack its nuts someday as easily as squirrel there cracks his egg corns. 
Squirrel, listen up, pay attention. I, I, I'm trying to teach you something. Someday this mountainside will be yours and you'll want to be well-versed in its upkeep. Mm, good man, good man. After plague comes religion. Now that I understand. After suffering, we want answers. Simple as that. Mother said that for answers, I must go to his holiness. Frederick the Wise. But for truth... Well, truth is something different. Mother said an answer is the hand that scratches an itch, but the truth is an itch that can never be scratched. Now that's something to think about. Ren, Finch, again with the fighting! God, stop your infernal racket, I'm trying to think! Do as the Ram King commands and, 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 and love thy enemies. Easier said than done, I know, I know. Now let's see about this fire. Perfect. And the goat's milk? It's not quite hot enough. It, it must be so hot that it rises up from the pail, spills over into the fire. Fire purifies all. That was the Ram King's golden rule. Fire purifies all. Are you listening, Squirrel? Squirrel, do pay attention. There we go. Now, my little pet, it's your turn. <laughs> now, 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 now I know. I know this is the part you like the least, but look. Look how I've polished the stick. It's as soft and as smooth as the lips of a kitten. And have I ever hurt you? Uh, it feels awful when your soup comes up. Believe me, I've felt it. You can't breathe. It feels like it'll never stop, but it does stop. And our lives depend on it. If, if I could trade places with you, I would, but I've tried, and the soup from my gut has no effect on the milk. The, the soup from Mother Goat's gut has no effect. For reasons which I do not fully understand, it has to be your soup that turns the milk into a cheese so heavenly that the village housemaids swoon. So come now. Gentle, gentle. Oh, that's it, that's it. Right into the milk, good boy. Now, was that so awful? More wood for the fire. And now, we wait. Who's there? Show yourself! Don't hurt me. Who are you? I'm Gun, son of Frederick the Wise. Well, Gun, son of Frederick the Wise, what do you think you're doing snooping around my mountain, huh? I wasn't aware that it was your mountain. Well, it is. Says who? Says me! Lassa, son of the Ren King. The who? As if you've never heard of him. The pluck. Verily, I've not. Verily? Verily? Well, so you come from the educated class. I should have known by your fine boots, and yet you have never heard of the Ram King. Verily, I've not. Ten feet tall with the head of a ram and body of a man? The beast you describe sounds 
vaguely familiar. Skin covered in blue flames that burn eternal but do not consume his flesh. Ring any bells? It, it does. But, but I know him by another name. What name is that? Oh, I dare not speak it. Superstitious, eh? Well, so much for your fine education. You know, you ought not to speak like that. And why not? Because, because I'm a gentleman and you're nothing but an orphan peasant. Well, my little gentleman, I say it's high time someone taught you some manners. Stay back. Don't you touch me. Barely, I sit on you and your class. So it's true. What's true? The things that they say about you in the village. Oh, I have long suspected I might be the topic of such nightly dinner chatter. And what exactly do they say? That you're... That you're not right in the head. That you're odd. A goat herd and a cheesemaker with high ideas of himself. Is that all? No. No, the housemaids say that the reason you've got one green eye and one blue is because your mother bathes you in the river of Tuoni while it's swollen with you in her belly. And? They say that you're unclean. And from what I've seen here today, I know all of it to be true. Oh. And what have you seen exactly? You spoke to the squirrel. You spoke to the wren and the finch and... Go on. They spoke back to you. I see. <laughs> and any other earth-shattering goings-on to report? Yes. Yes, the, the worst of all, actually. Well, do go on. The suspense is killing me. That. Your infernal potion there. My potion? It's the most vile, ungodly, disgusting thing I've ever witnessed. You, you, you've been poisoning us with your wretched cheese, little by little. You believe that? I do. I see. What, what is it? <sighs> what, what's the matter? You... You... You discovered my plan. And, 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 and now... now what's, what's happening? I... I... I must destroy you! God, may wonders never cease. Squirrel. Did you hear that? The fool. I mean, here we stand in the year of our Lord, 1366, 14 years since the end of the Great Plague, and still uh, the stupidity. It simply boggles the mind. Hmm. After plague comes religion. After suffering, we want answers. For answers, we have Frederick the Wise, but for truth, the void. So many thoughts, so much confusion. How I wish you were here with me, Mother. I miss you so. But now, now it's time for sleep. Tomorrow is another day.
a cheese here, the finest, purest goat's milk cheese from Novgorod to the Empire of Timberlane. Give me two. I'll have two as well. Coming right up. Me first. And I want those two right there in the front. I like the look of those. Excellent choice, madam. Cheese as pure, white, and fluffy as an angel's wing. Mm, for what you charge, it better be. Thank you. Thank you very much, my good ladies. Get your cheese here. Fresh goat's milk cheese. Five krona for one, nine krona for two. It seals the teeth and bones, adds luster to the hair. That's the one, Constable. Well, well, well. Little gun. Son of Frederick the Wise. I see you made it home safe and sound. Hellhounds nipping at your heels the entire way, no doubt. Constable, arrest him at once. No, no, Master Gun, calm down. I demand that you arrest him this very instant. Arrest me? On what charge? The practice of black arts. Master Gun, that is a very serious charge, a very serious charge indeed. Did you say black arts? Verily I did. Indeed, the boy is odd, we've known that for years, but still, the black arts is another matter entirely. He claims to be the son of some half-man, half-beast with skin of flames. Look, he, he converses with the animals. I've seen it with my own eyes. And his cheese? What about the cheese? Tell them. What's Master Gun saying about the cheese? Tell them the secret behind your heavenly cheese. I will allow that my production methods are perhaps a bit unusual. But I assure you, there is science behind it. It's perfectly safe. Tell them what you do. Well, to be completely honest, I don't fully understand how it works. I, I need to perform a series of tests. It's just that, well, between the goats and the cheese and the market, I simply haven't had the time to... He forces is... a stick down the throat of an infant goat, and, and this wretched, foul-smelling soup, it shoots from the animal's mouth, and it lands into a pot of milk. All right, that the very milk used to make the cheese, you all gobble up as if your very lives <laughs> depended on it. Oh, is this true, young Lassa? Enter the charge, boy! Yes, it's true. Silence! Constable? Your, your holiness, sir. What's the meaning of this commotion? Well, Your Holiness, Master Gun came to me this morning with a rather unusual complaint. Against whom? Uh, the goat herd, Your Holiness. I see. And what is the charge? The practice of the black arts, Your Holiness. I see. What is your name, boy? Lassa, Your Holiness. Tell me, Lassa. Is there any truth to my son's accusations? Yes and no. Explain. Well, sir... It's true that I've done much of what he claims. It's just... Well, I see no harm in my actions. No, I, I, I reject the entire foundation upon which I'm being judged. Silence! Silence! It seems, Lassa, that the townsfolk are not of the same opinion as you. What do you make of that? I make much, Your Holiness. May I speak frankly? I should say so. In fact, I demand it. Well, sir... It's my belief. It's my belief that the opinion of the townsfolk, being as it is born of ignorance, 
utterly devoid of scientific fact, mired in superstition and fear. It is my belief that their judgments, opinions, and biases are of absolutely no relevance. I mean, what? Did you all think that the chi just magically appeared every morning, fully formed, hidden beneath the fern leaves by little elves? I see Lassa of the Goat Herd is an iconoclast, a free thinker. Constable? Yes, Your Holiness. Take him away. What? Right away, sir. Right away. This is insanity. I mean, you, you can't be serious. I have done nothing wrong. I have done nothing wrong! Hello, rat. What is that you say? <laughs> Indeed. Or what I'd give to be a rat right now. It, it all just seems like an elaborate joke. As if any moment now, Frederick and his brat will pop up from behind the grate and we'll all have a hearty laugh. What's that you say? Highly unlikely. I'm afraid you might be right. The Ram King used to say, don't worry about tomorrow, tomorrow will bring its own worries. But what about the worries of today? Oh, mother, you never prepared me for this one. And now your boy is all alone and in a bind. Goat herd! Sir? Back of the cell, palms flat against the wall. Excuse me, but I... I... Turn around. I'll have no guff from the likes of you. Is that understood? Answer me. Yes, sir. He won't be a problem, your holiness. Hello, Larson. You may turn around. Sit, please. Relax. I've been... Looking forward to this meeting for some time, Lassa. Does that surprise you? It does, Your Holiness. Quite so, in fact. And I make it a point to be aware of all the goings-on in the village. But in your case, I've taken a special interest, you see. I, I knew your mother. She was an extraordinary woman. The plague took so many so quickly that one sense of loss was dulled by the sheer enormity of grief. And yet, the death of your mother, this simple peasant goat herd living alone on the side of a mountain with her infant son, well, I'm not ashamed to say, I wept, Lassa. You wept for my mother? Is it so hard for you to believe? Indeed it is, Your Holiness. We're closer than you could ever imagine, Lassa. What is it? You look as if you'd just seen the devil. I... I suddenly don't feel well, Your Holiness. Not well at all. Yeah, here, drink this. Better? Yes, thank you. 
I've had my eye on you for quite some time, Lassa. You're a very sensitive young man, highly attuned to the world around you. You're different from the other villagers. Curious, unbiased, bold. For you, the world is a book is yet to be written, and you wish to be its author. Am I right? I can't say, actually. There's so much I don't understand. It seems my survival depends on paying very close attention to what works and then merely repeating those steps. I live alone and the mountain is unforgiving and cruel to those who don't pay attention. To be sure. But you give yourself far too little credit. The goat cheese, for example, your production methods are truly inspired, one might even say ingenious. You really think so? Indeed. The vomit from the kid goat is loaded with a complex enzyme known as rennet. This enzyme reacts with the milk, causing it to coagulate and separate into curds and whey. It's simple, cheap, and effective. As I said, Your Holiness, I understand little of the why and what for. But what really impresses me is the fire. How did you know to heat the milk solution? I would often become ill when I ate the cheese, and, and I discovered, quite by accident, that if I heated the mixture, I didn't get sick. Fire purifies all, Your Holiness. <laughs> yes. The Ram King's golden rule. <gasps> Again, my dear boy, you look positively haunted. Here, have another nip of schnapps. You know of the Ram King? Of course. Ten feet tall, head of a ram, body of a man, skin covered in blue flames, which burn eternally, but not to consume his flesh. Quite the gripping fairy tale, no? Excuse me? I said it's quite the gripping fairy tale. Come now, Lassa. Certainly you figured that out by now, right? Well, I... I well, frankly, no, I... Well, the Ram King is not real, Lassa. He's a fiction, a product of the imagination. Respectfully, Your Holiness, I'm afraid I must disagree. He who would be first must first be last. Love your enemies after the plague religion. I made it up, Lassa. All of it. Nearly 16 years ago, when you were just an infant. I bound it up in a neat little narrative and fed it to your mother, bit by bit. And like a dutiful mother robin, she puked it back up and fed it to you. But why? Well, that, my dear boy, that is its own riddle. I think... I think I... I think that I, I know the answer to that one. I think so, too. The answer, but not the truth. I beg your pardon? N nothing. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I feel somehow, oh, lighter. Does this mean I'm free to go? Oh, heavens no. But you, you said 
I mean, I thought... I know what I said, and I meant every word of it. You're a magnificent creature, Lassa, with a brilliant mind, unfettered by the irrational fears and superstitions that bind the other villagers, like so many links of iron chain. But that is precisely what makes you so dangerous. I... I don't understand. You're a free thinker. It's the most wonderful thing, isn't it? But the villagers, they can't handle such freedom. Oh, they may think they want to be free, like children they kick in pool at the seemingly irrational rules and the constraints of their father. But give them real freedom. Take them up the mountain to the edge of the forest as the sun is setting and leave them there alone, free at last. And you'll quickly discover how much they prefer the comfort of their chains. But it was you who made me this way. You and the Ram King. I know. I was wrong. Sorry, Lassa. I I truly am. I, I just cannot risk your spirit infecting the rest of the villagers. I know you understand. What will happen to me now? You're to be burned at the stake at dawn. God! God! Stand up, lasses. Stand up, boy. Now come closer. Closer, yes, that's right, yes. Now hold me, Lassa. Hold me tighter. Tighter! Courage, my boy. Courage. Always remember, fire purifies all. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. This, this can't be happening. It makes no sense. I mean, we live in an age of science. We are enlightened people. Executioner, secure the condemned to his post. Are you all just going to stand there while I am murdered? Do something. You know I've done nothing wrong. I'm one of you. The boy is too slight for his change, Your Holiness. He, he slips through like Let water through wicker. Let me go. Use nails. Your Holiness, surely. Nails, Constable? Yes, Your Holiness. Ah! Ah! Remove his clothes! Help! Somebody help me! Secure the loop for strangulation. No strangulation, Constable. Your Holiness. He will not be strangled prior to burning. But Your Holiness, he's just a boy. He will be burned... Alive, Constable. But Your Holiness, surely you can't... Do as I say, Constable. Yes, Your Holiness. Executioner! Surround the condemned with wood. He will be burned alive. Calves to face, Constable. Calves to face! And use green wood. But Your Holiness... I want him to burn... Slowly. Greenwood! Executioner? Greenwood. Mother! 
Mother, save me, mother! Executioner! Light the pile! Save me, mother! A life don't amount to much, that's for sure. Just look, all that pomp, and the ash wouldn't fill a watering can. No, sir, a life don't amount to much. Don't bother with sweeping, my good lady. The rain will come soon enough and do your chores for you. Good day, your holiness. It does look like rain. It's just, well, with all due respect, it just seemed to me, well... Ungodly, letting the poor wretches remain scatter every which way. And fire purifies all. And then the forgiving rains come and wash it all away. Still, it does chill the blood the way the wind whips the ash about in circles like that. Almost like it was alive. Merely the Lord doing his housework, my good lady. You've such a way with words, Your Holiness. Always so comforting. Still, it is odd. Just look now how the ashes seem to be gathering together. Almost as if a hand were pushing them into a little pile. Ah, and here it is. Here's that rain. The tears of our Lord falling from heaven and ferrying the goat herd's wretched soul to its final resting place. Are you all right, my good lady? Forgive me, your holiness. It's just that awful sound. No, it's merely the hiss of Satan's defeat. Your holiness, do you see what I see? Those ashes there, they're standing up. Just the updraft, my good lady. Beg your pardon? The storm, high pressure meets low pressure. Nothing to trouble your mind about, my child. Run along home now. But your, your holiness, the ash, it's, it's rising up. It's, it's alive. May God take me. It's alive. For the love of God, it can't be. Not be. You cannot be. Fire purifies all. This is some trick, smoke and mirrors. I made you up. You're nothing but a fairy tale. You don't exist. You simply don't exist. Fire purifies all. And the Lord is my shepherd. 
There's just no smoke ram demon creature without fire now, is there? <laughs> and as for poor young Lassa, if only he got the opportunity to open a nice little cheese shop, I'm sure he could have rent it well. <laughs> You have just listened to Ram King, written and directed by Joe Maggio and featuring the voice talents of Owen Campbell, Vincent D'Onofrio, Tobias Campbell, Joel Garland, Bonnie Dennison, Brenda Cooney and Larry Fessenden. And featuring Natalia Peruz on saw and Dave Agar on cello. Live sound design by John Moros and live foley by Sean Brennan and Glenn McQuaid. Sound recorded by Jeff Seeley. Additional sound design and music provided by Gisela Fulia Silvestre. Tonight's show was performed live at Dixon Place and stage managed by Sarah Jones and produced by Larry Fessenden and Glenn McQuaid for Glass Eye Picks in association with Clay McLeod Chapman of Fear Monitors. Ram King was mastered by John Morris at Digit Audio NYC. Copyright Glass Eye Picks 2013. A troubled teen is haunted by the memory of his musician father and the vinyl record that speaks from beyond the grave. Hidden Records by Douglas Buck Only on Tales from Beyond the Pale The Park